It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Congratulations. You have found the best podcast ever if you were looking for an hour of conversation about clits. If you weren't looking for that, you found a living nightmare. <laughs> In this episode of Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing, I am Wing, joined by the wonderful Sefi. Hello. We cover sex, vaginas, contraception, the failure of sex education, and all things crazy and wild in this new and bizarre episode of Goes Without Saying. I hope this episode is better than the sex that you're having, because I know that the sex you're having isn't good. So last week's Doing the Work, I'm going to jump in. We were doing the work... We were talking about authenticity. The episode was about authenticity and we we're talking about how to find our truest values, what is at our core, what are the things that we want to live our life by, how do we want to live our life and what did you come up with? Okay, well, I was kind of thinking about like the values that I hold true to myself and that I really value in others. This year, what would be nice, I don't know why I'm making it a yearly thing, mm. what would be nice is if, we could all have a bit of understanding. Isn't that nice? Oh my God, that's so nice. Just understanding. Just understanding. Do I need to explain it? I don't know. You understand. You get it. Turns out it's another year of realising things. It goes without saying. I, I said to you not that long ago that I feel like I uh, have been hardened in a way. And I kind mm. of want to get back to just being a bit more like... Almost nice, I think you were saying. Yeah, I used to be so nice. I, I could be nicer, I think. I think I used to be like unashamedly nice. It's just, it's not true to me to withhold kindness yeah. in order to be not seen is too nice it's like i don't mind if you think i'm too nice that's okay so just a bit of kindness and understanding i think is the vibes that's the mood what's yours wow i love it well kindness was one of mine as well because i think it's something i really struggle to be kind to people that i really don't like i really kindness isn't something that always comes quite naturally when someone is being offensive rude unlikable i don't think kindness is what i really slip into but i made like a list i wrote down 10 values that are really important to me and then i one by one crossed them off until i had like three left and that those were my three main things and it was really difficult to cross them off um but i think i was left with my top three one of them really shocked me so my one was kindness one was authenticity hashtag the buzzword of life these days from us and my last one shocked me and it was loyalty which isn't something that i necessarily want to live by i was thinking you were gonna say loyalty which is weird because i was thinking do i say loyalty and then i thought i probably would have stolen hers and it turns out i stole yours <laughs> kindness it's <laughs> a paradox statistical conjunction loyalty isn't something that i always value in people i sometimes think no think critically it's not about who you know the 
best. I kind of get the impression. Do you remember that thing on Love Island? That girl that was was like, I'm loyal, babe. I'm loyal. Oh yeah. Um, what was her name? Georgia. Well, you kind of see loyal as a bit of a doormat, don't you? It's a bit of a dog, a desperado dog. Maybe we should do an episode of that. Definitely. I think loyal seems a bit like you would do anything for that person. So I was shocked that to find that was one of my ones that I wasn't willing to cross off because I think there is loyalty is a really stunning thing and being mm. there for people and being passionate about that person and have gone through things with that person not as a trauma bond but as a I care I'm there well sticking by people standing by people standing up for them etc standing up for your what you believe in and people you believe in and that was one of my main ones so loyalty shocked me I love that but also kindness and authenticity well loyalty in the way that it's loyal to stay with someone if they're like going through a hard time and you've like got each other's back it's not about being loyal to somebody who's treating you like shit and doesn't give a fuck about you that's not loyalty that's desperado sitting in an old monte carlo a half as heart as hollow or something like that i feel so um wholesome wholesome now on with the clit talk before we get into all of the clit combo uh we thought we should quickly come in and give you guys a bit of a trigger warning for all things sex sexuality sexual assault and rape um we don't go too heavy into these topics but you know what we're like so take everything we say with a pinch of salt and please leave if you think the conversation is not for you but thanks so much for being here this is a great episode stay tuned I mean, I said a few episodes previous, I think, unless I was just saying this to myself in the mirror, that I wanted to start saying clear all the time. Yeah, you did say that. Because I say literally every other word under the sun more often than I use the word clear, which is pretty crazy considering I have one. Yeah, dick, butthole. Bellend, I think was the example I used, yeah. Bellend, bollocks. Why are you talking so much about bellends when you could literally say clit? Cock. But we never say it. Clit clit think of what that evokes the power of that word the power yet we're out here saying you're a bellend you're a bellend you're a little bellend you're a dickhead so i feel like we're gonna get into the fact that i guess i mean i haven't been in school in a while what about you same amount of time been a couple years (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while and it's been a while since like sex education although i can't imagine it's changed all that much well it was so bad before if they've even raised it a tiny bit it's still pretty bad yeah (laughs) to be in the uk and get a certain level of sex education is different to even like places in the us like places worldwide like wherever you may be listening i grew up thinking like okay this sex education wasn't that bad like i feel like they went quite in depth with us Mm. in primary school i remember but also i kind of grew up with sex education being like my favorite subject like i used to get so excited Yeah, completely get that. It's different. It did feel quite sort of... First of all, it's like, right, okay, I can skip math. Amazing, we don't have to do fucking maths. Yeah. Same wavelength. No maths. <laughs> Fuck trigonometry. I don't know how to divide, even by two. Just get that out of the way. <laughs> Elephant in the room. Haven't got a clue what a seven times table is. But yeah, one, you get to skip maths. Two, we're talking about sex like it felt very oh my god i'm an adult welcome to the adult world i've been hearing about this place and i'm getting a a little view when did you feel like an adult or like when did you feel like you had a grip on sex and sexuality or you're still waiting for it yeah i was gonna say still waiting to feel like an adult i feel like i've got a grip on sex but also i don't have a grip on sex i think it's such a confusing place (laughs) 
the bed is such a confusing place <laughs> where the magic happens <laughs> where the, this is where the magic happens i don't know that the power structures that are at play are definitely more important than you're ever told and why would they tell you the patriarchy is a thing mm. no one seems to be telling children about this kind of for good reason i guess <laughs> don't want to scare them too young mm-hmm. but i don't know do you feel like you've got a grip on sex well i was just thinking it's almost like a bit of a paradox between the more you know about yourself the more you know about the sex you're having or is it the more you know about your, yourself and the more you know about society the less you know about sex oh god love it you know it's one of those things the more you know the less you know because it's you find the holes you start picking it apart and realizing actually that the way that you're viewing it in your mind is quite fickle yeah or the structure doesn't hold up i love it well don't you think us all the time we're like you think you're having sex but actually you're being raped <laughs> <laughs> right let's back it up (laughs) let's go back if you haven't listened to our episode on what was it on was it on porn i don't know we made some episode go listen to all our episodes go through the repertoire go for the sexual titles it's one of those we were explaining that more often than not it seems to be the case that men get a lot more out of sex than women do even more than that i think if we can all appreciate that the lines of consent are far more complex than we were ever taught as kids of course our understanding of rape is actually far inferior to what the realities actually are. If I know just by simple conversation and my tiny sample size of the convos that I have with friends and people that I meet, an abundance of women that have had multiple sexual encounters that they did not enjoy or did not feel right to them or they were not comfortable in, how could our concept of rape not be holding up? Of course it doesn't. Mm. Something's not adding up here. We have no understanding of consent. I know I started off talking about clits, but all of a sudden I'm saying everyone's being raped. I get it. It's a big jump, but please bear with. Thing is, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you can handle the conversation of clits. Or abandon ship. Or you can jump ship at any time. We're going to do it too at the end. Imagine we do a five minute episode. And that's it. You're all being raped. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) If anything, we're not taking the concept of rape lightly we're taking the concept of consent very heavily no it's more serious yeah i'm saying we don't take it serious enough very very fucking serious absolutely not the concept of consent in our society is so vague it's if you say yes then you consent if you say no then you have not consented first of all people don't fucking abide by those laws anyway women are saying no all over the place and being fucking raped look at the news speak to a woman but also when women are saying yes that is not enough often and i don't mean you should be saying can i put my hand here yeah can i kiss you here i'm not saying that is what sex should look like absolutely not that sounds absolutely like a situation i do not want to be in (laughs) stiff as a board that whole situation but the definition of consent is too flimsy it's so binary and that is just not the case because speak to speak to women and you'll find out that women have been in situations that are not right or not comfortable and they were more reminiscent of sexual assault than sex that the man may have viewed that as completely and also if our view of rape is so limited and reductive in the sense that it is what penis in vagina penis in anus (laughs) bum hole Mm. whatever already it's not including all of the other ways that sex can happen between for example two people that aren't one man one woman yeah it's so much more blurred then add in on top the fact that as an activity, we view it in such a transactional way that it's like, okay, so if I said I was going back to yours, does that mean that I said I was going to have sex? Because I said I was going back to yours, but you heard we're going to have sex. 
because that that's just implied also we've been informed by a history of not only just the conversations that we're having but media which tells us everything we need to know that i mean the idea of asking for it tell me that rape culture doesn't exist then if you're going to deny that rape culture exists don't tell me that you think that a girl walking down the street was asking for it well she was asking for it okay why didn't you didn't ask for it you literally didn't ask bleak ay 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 and i do think this is all related to the fact that we use the word bellend all the time and never say clit mm-hmm. because sex is viewed as a man's world. world and it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl like sex is the male domain and women get bought into it and ex- exploited if and when they are needed yeah and it's entirely entirely focused around the man's pleasure and it's like the idea that we don't say the word clit at all and we refer to the vulva as a vagina we are we literally view our sexual reproductive organs as the bit that a penis goes into cut it down that's not your sexual organ your sexual organ is your clit yeah we don't say the word clit because it's seen as secondary we say bellend constantly we say dick constantly we put on the story like just for fun what names do we call our vaginas because i say my vagina but what i'm actually referring to is my vulva but it just shows how we absolutely have no clue about female anatomy that we refer to a whole bit which has labia a clit uh, and a vagina as a vagina well even when you know we haven't changed the the discourse around it is still so reductive even though like you're probably listening thinking yeah i know it's a vulgar like tell me something new like oh i'm gonna click off this podcast soon <laughs> but it, it's like even though you know yeah you can tell me you know it's a vulva but we don't act like it okay well say to your dad <laughs> you wouldn't say your vagina to your dad but say to your friends oh my god my vu- my vulva's really hurting your and dad. watch the looks you get I was going to say, well, to be honest, it should be pretty normal to say to your dad. <laughs> you should, yeah. Or kind of like, I'm on my period. Just things like, I think it should be more normal. Like the idea that you couldn't say vulva seems really dirty. The fact that girls go to the toilet with a tampon hidden up their sleeve is honestly just a sad state of affairs that we've gotten ourselves into. What a pickle. Did you used to take your, a little sanitary towel to the toilet in a little tin? Oh my God, yeah. I want to bring those back. As if that makes it more discreet. I thought they were so ugly. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They could have done them well. Very floral. Yeah, they could have done them cool. Maybe we should bring some out. I know. I do think... I genuinely do think about it. Anyone need a little tin? Yeah. (laughs) Anyone want a little pointless tin for your sanitary towels? What was the vagina chat like at your school? Like, not sex education, but like, what were the things that were said about the vagina? Hmm because i feel like growing up there's like in your teenage years those formative times there's a lot of chat about like how vagina stinks or like oh god so true well i don't know if there were specific things like her vagina stinks but there were definitely well there's kind of a lot of child porn being passed around and the boys commenting on it which is mental there was definitely child porn being passed around and there was also just the idea that sex would be very painful i think that was kind of Mm. it was all very rooted in like just kind of when your friends start losing their virginity and all of that like it's the idea of pain is very much put around but i think there was more the idea of like girls that fingered themselves are embarrassing really fingered themselves would be the lingo fingered themselves oh like blah 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 fingers herself like that sort of thing (laughs) yeah yeah that's so true she fingers herself oh my god i remember there was i don't know who it was but there was a story about someone like sitting on like a gear stick in a car (laughs) also so untrue so (laughs) untrue that never happened quite the maneuver to pull off yeah that that's a pretty fat fucking gear stick you have got some skills i hope you monetize that (laughs) 
I feel like you're ju- you're just brought up with a lot of shame, like a lot of fear. It's like, oh, it could be me next that they like someone might say something. It could be me. Like, let's do you know what I mean? I definitely agree. Would I think were there big things at your school then? Because there were a few, but I don't want to say them because it's just so much bullying was said around vaginas yeah. and girls at school. Like so much. Okay, maybe I shouldn't. Then, right, made me feel bad. <laughs> no, no, go for it. Do you get what I mean? Like, there's a lot of fear of like, oh, they might. It's kind of like, oh, we're all witches. Like, who's gonna turn on me next? Whose vagina is going to betray them? Yeah, well, there was definitely the idea that if, for example, someone had got fingered at a party or someone had had sex, mm. someone had given someone head at a party, it would be, which was weird that it would kind of go in these weird stages. Like, she gave him a hand job. It's like, what? And then walked away. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's quite weird to think about. Then she got with someone else. Like, it's just the weirdest, like, school parties were just bizarre. Yeah. And then, like, got picked up by her mum. It's just like, I don't get this. So bleak. Oof, and kind of in a tiny little bathroom and then runs away. And then they never speak again. Yeah. <laughs> they never speak again. He ignores her at school. <laughs> she messaged him on Facebook, but he never replies. Oof. Yeah, I think that was definitely the idea that if something like that happened at a party, it's the school's knowledge. It's it's everyone's, mm. it's free reign for anyone to comment on. Well, it must be really different now as well with like Snapchat and Instagram and shit like that. Like, obviously we're not that old, but mm. nude culture has changed. Like, kids and sex has changed. The concept of nudes wasn't really a thing so much. <laughs> mischievous face just because i feel like it was a thing it was a thing definitely but i think the idea of nudes being kind of something you see quite regularly like it would be kind of emma watson has had her nudes leaked oh my god her life is over well there wasn't kind of only fans exactly whereas now it's like go on instagram and you're gonna see loads and you don't really consider them nudes they're just stunning photos now mm. whereas before it would be kind of oh my god her nudes but I do think now it's like the kind of 14 year olds are sending a Snapchat of their like bum to a boy. Yeah, definitely. Oof. Ay, ay, ay. Doesn't sound nice. What's she getting in return? Even if she wasn't getting anything back, what is she giving? No, but that's what I mean. Not, I don't mean she's getting a dick pic. I mean, what's she getting back? Oh, she's getting some validation from a shit boy. Yeah, yeah. That's what she's getting back. But even then, it's like, I feel like the conversation about sex and empowered sex and like female empowerment and sex and sexuality and blah, 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 has strayed so far into like blind positivity that people get scared to acknowledge all of the losses or like the things that don't don't feel good in the reality of what it is for a teenage girl to be sexual and for anyone to be sexual blah 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 in this kind of crazy world where there is so much at stake it's like still now like you are like i'm sure you listening maybe are in a position where if a nude that you took four years ago came out would you lose your job oh my god i don't know like would you be too embarrassed to go to a family event there's so much at play that we don't uh, it's the kind of like um toxic positivity thing it's like you get so sucked into the i love my body body positivity i'm manifesting i'm so positive that it's like let's look at the reality here there are things at stake like it's not just about embracing sexuality and being so empowered investigate if if there is actually any empowerment there at all literally yeah because if you can't use the word clear but you're sending a picture of it to somebody your relationship with them obviously is more important to you than your relationship to yourself and that's what i always found annoying is the fact that so what i'm expected to touch my literally touch my eyeball and put my contact lenses in i'm supposed to sit for an hour and get acrylic put on my nails i'm supposed to get some sort of foreign body put onto my literal fingernails but i'm not supposed to know anything about my cervix 
as fucking if as fucking if best believe i know when my cervix is low open closed hard tilted i'm all over it as you should as she should as you should the idea that women's bodies are not for them and they are just an active performance for the male gaze and not even the male gaze the gaze society's gaze of Mm. oh is she a slut is she frigid is she pretty is she where does she fit where can we box her is inherently patriarchal is inherently rooted in things that want to control women and assign them little roles of mother maiden crone mother maiden crone (laughs) if you've been watching the newest hecate from sabrina (laughs) such bollocks it's true it's like is she a fleur delacour or is she a fucking molly weasley yeah exactly how much is how much of your sex is actually your empowerment are you actually enjoying this and how much is performed empowerment which is something we talk about all the time performative empowerment you can go around you can be like oh i'm just i'm in a slut phase i think we spoke about this in our slut phase episode there we go where it's like i'm in a slut phase i'm feeling so empowered i've just got out of a relationship i've just had a breakup and i'm gonna sleep with some people that i want to sleep with are you empowered in that or are you performing empowerment you're performing the role of a girl that's just been through a breakup and wants to become like sexually liberated yeah what does sexual liberation look like when consent isn't defined properly when i mean pedophile culture is alive and kicking and it's true how are you embodying sexual liberation when your sex is only a performance the only way that you know yourself and your sexuality is through a gaze of yourself. Like you are constantly kind of the observer of your own self and your own sex rather than knowing it to be something that you experience within yourself. It's just a concept for others to view. It's definitely ingrained from an early age in the sense that if we're taking it to sex education, school or sex sex education, because for some reason we love to take this back to school, but I think it's because this stuff all starts early. Mm. The boys go off into their classroom and they learn about what their dick does and we go into our room and we learn about all the terrifying things that our vagina does and what dicks will do to our vagina and how a baby will pass through it and it's never about like the idea of selfhood pleasure your own identity but the men are all learning from a place of like what their bodies will do and we're kind of learning about what our bodies will receive yeah and also in the most binary way completely it's like okay vagina penis split it it is it goes back to the thing of the more you know the less you know like i think sex education just introduces a load of questions to be unanswered and i don't know how it's changed since but i can't imagine that there's any discussion of like real empowered understandings of sexuality because how could there be because it's all about kind of reproduction so what was yours like then because you seem to have had quite a good one in that you seem to speak quite fondly of your sex education but i don't know if that's just quite i'm quite perverse and i just kind of would have indulged in any like yeah no i'll give what they take but the things they gave were fucking weird when i think back yeah well that's kind of what i think is i almost can't really it's a bit of a blur and i also feel like i was pretty lucky in that i had always grown up with like an open conversation around sex and sexuality at home anyway so i went into sex education already knowing everything they were going to tell me knowing the most so it almost was like oh great now you lot can learn like what i know like perfect you're kind of running the class yeah i'm kind of like looking around like god you're shocked are you i also think like i was on the internet a lot like maybe from a young age i don't know i just i was an only child so i was in adult conversations i was like watching media that maybe wasn't meant for me (laughs) (laughs) 
pornhub.com. <laughs> so kind of like, um, sounds like I was just like completely neglected. I wasn't. <laughs> but I was always more aware of things that were maybe beyond my age group. So I felt like sex education was just like, yeah, great, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Versus if I was growing up feeling like, oh no, like I'm, I don't think I am going to be interested in penis in vagina sex. Or actually, I don't identify with this thing called a vagina at all. It would, I would have a lot more memories of it. But because I've had like a pretty, um, the straight, not straight as in sexuality, but just the straight cut, like societal norm way of viewing sexuality. I don't have any riveting memories of it because it wasn't like a hardship for me. Well, it was designed for people specifically like you. Exactly. Or you fit in within the box that they've designed the class for. Yeah, as most of us do. Completely. Any cis person, sex education is made for you. Sex education, I 100% have no memory. Well, I know that my sex education from an early age, but even also going up to like late secondary school, there was no mention of like trans people there was no mention of to be honest i don't know if there was a mention of anything other than heteronormative sex yeah no it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So do you think that's changed? Because even in like towards the later parts of education and now even in workplaces, at least pronouns are a conversation. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I literally haven't experienced sex education, but you would hope that it's changing slightly. Do you think, do you think it's changing or no? If I think back to my school, I cannot imagine them starting the thing. Everyone go around and say your pronouns. I just physically can't imagine it, but that's because it was awful. Well, the problem starts when you have kind of teachers who ended up being teachers because they didn't know what they wanted to do with their subject that they did at uni and they became teachers and yeah. suddenly now they're teaching sex it's like <laughs> these are the least equipped people to teach sex to a bunch of kids like you need to get sex, sex educators to teach sex quite a big subject goodness me that's where our problems start i think people who have no the most narrow view of like kind of he's been raping his wife for the past 20 years and now he's going to teach a bunch of kids did you did a man teach you sex education no i only women yeah it was only women i I think they I think would... we always had women. Yeah, I reckon that's conscious. I definitely would have been absolutely mortified. Age 11, a man being like, and then the man was put his penis. That's the thing. I'm almost like, I can't imagine Mr. Brookman talking about sex. 
but <laughs> I don't know. Not Mr. Brookman, no, I can't handle. I remember really embarrassing things though. Like it was definitely seen as funny, like very, very funny. Mm. Like there would always be, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but there was like a sort of a hat that we'd all put our little questions in. And I remember when I was in real, real primary school and I asked, is the number of times you put the penis in, is that the number of children you have? Yeah. So that shows I had no clue. That was year five. Well, I saw someone sent us a message saying they used to think that by fingering themselves, they could get pregnant. I mean, I kind of see where they were going with it in the sense that it's like, yeah, you look at a dick and it's like, oh, this basic old thing, whatever. And then you look at a vagina and you're like, wow, this must have taken years to construct. Like, (laughs) This is so complex. This is a whole masterpiece. Yeah, this is a whole piece. Yeah. Um, And then you think, okay, where do I begin to start explaining what this is when you don't even know yourself? There's a whole lot of unlearning and relearning to be done. And they grew up with shame around their vagina, shame around masturbation, shame around being a slut or whatever these words are. Well, the people who taught us about sex were taught about sex by people who were born in the 1940s. And those cannot be my educators. I'm sorry, no. So there we have it. So I don't trust you at the best of times. I'm not trusting you with my own vagina. So even this podcast, podcast, even this podcast is already outdated. Like if I were to sit down with my now little sister and talk about sex it's already outdated information considering i was born in the 90s and this is 2020 it's outdated info like i'm only sourcing what i can find from the minute fields of instagram and passing it on we're constantly having to unlearn it's from antiquity yeah Yeah. this is not this is not reality meanwhile you're challenging also the main form of sex education at the moment in the western world which is porn if you've listened to any of our episodes you know that we do have slight issues with the porn industry as a whole (laughs) some sort of obsession i have we're talking about porn but it's because it informs everything and when it informs your own sexual relationships it's like why does this area that's made by people that don't value women's pleasure have any impact on what happens to my own vessel mind body completely should not be the case this man over here does not get to dictate what the people i have sex with find erotic but it turns out they do yeah or shouldn't control what i know about my own body yeah but that's the problem as well is that the taboo has um kind of permeated so far and wide that literally the people in power are too embarrassed to talk about sex so they're too embarrassed to admit that porn is a problem it's like if we could all just actually have an honest conversation it's like you're too embarrassed to stand up in the house of Commons and say yeah that porn thing i actually do agree it is a bit fucked <laughs> like have you seen it recently you're too embarrassed you don't want to talk about porn because you know you've been cheating on your wife and the tabloids are going to come out with all these stories because you spoke about sex and opened you up now you're a sexual politician exactly yeah because you've been fucking a pig Ay politics is a joke so the fact but do, i just think that the uh, hang on cut, cut 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 this is when i start to get angry and everything kind of falls apart yeah i'm i'm starting to feel like the train of thoughts are going because we're getting fumigated things. it is an angry topic though because it's people are getting raped out here like it's not fucking it's not we're not fucking mm. about it. it's not like oh my god this is blah 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 it's like no but then when i speak to 30 year old women that have never had an orgasm sorry am i not supposed to feel fucking upset for them i feel angry 
angry. And also in the way that it's like you've been taught so much. You've been taught to investigate the way your stomach looks. Mm -hmm. You've been taught to investigate your fucking jawline if your jawline is good enough. But you don't know anything about your fucking vagina. You don't know what the inside of your vagina is like because you've been told that you you can't touch it. But you've been staring at your fucking nose all day. Till the cows come home. Yeah. Isn't it interesting what you are taught to place importance on when it comes to your body? You should know everything about um, your hair and the way that you should fucking wax your moustache and you know nothing about your clit. Isn't that interesting? It's bleak. How many people have you spoken to where they that actually say, oh, vaginas are just ugly. Vaginas are ugly. Everyone. Just so many girls seem to think a part of their own body, something that if they investigated, they could have a whale of a time, seem to think that that's ugly. Well, they don't even know what it looks like. Fuck off. Fuck off. What a shame. Even the idea of like sort of shaving and all of this stuff. I know we say it all the time, you know it, it's rooted in paedophile, paedophilic standards of beauty. Mm. But also just this maintenance that needs to go on with women's bodies and just like, it's not good enough as it is with hair on. Your body in its natural state isn't good enough. It's not good enough. It needs, before you have sex, you need to... It's not acceptable. You need to monitor that. You need to stay on top of that. You need to be shaving every bit of hair off it. You need to spend money on it. It's not good enough as it is, which is, there we go, there's the fucking problem. It's It's not difficult. It's not hard. Sure, okay, completely. I get, boys can trim their pubes too. Yeah, true. But it's not the same it's literally not the fucking same it's not the same it's not the fucking it's not same, the fucking same. tell me the last you know time it's not the you same saw. you fucking know deep down it's not the same yeah when does a boy ever say sorry i haven't shaved it's not even a thing honestly the apologies the apologies sorry i haven't shaved sorry that the world made you think like this right i just saw one message someone said they thought that starting your period i.e bleeding means you have cancer laughing crying <laughs> The things we're told. Honestly, I read about some something. I mean, also, I don't think this is an isolated incident that I read where someone obviously started their period and they started crying and crying and crying and crying and they were begging their parents to go to the hospital because they thought they were dying because you didn't know you were going to have a period. The beginning of the film, Carrie, she's like in the showers. Yeah. She starts bleeding and she's like, what the fuck? I'm dying. Like, you would think that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're living the life imitates art, as they say, in a patriarchal society. I literally thought, I'd shat myself. I was like, there's nothing that I like. I knew all about you're going to get a period at some point, but I started quite young. And you didn't think it would happen to you. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, I'm obviously exempt from this. Or like, this is like what 15 year olds deal with. This isn't what 11 year olds deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I've shat myself. Where were you? I was at my grandma's house and I was like staying a few nights and I hid my knickers. Like, I didn't tell anyone. And my mum found them in the wash and she was like, you've started your period. Go write it in your diary. And I ran and wrote in my diary. Why didn't you tell anyone? Um, because I thought I'd shat myself. What? And you were just perpetually shitting. I literally <laughs> like, didn't know. Yeah, you were just I just in a constant <laughs> state of shit. Oh, I shat myself earlier, and now I continue to shit myself. <laughs> now I've got a shitting problem. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's either we or poo, and it's definitely not we, is what I thought. Yeah. So it could be shit. I think it just didn't cross my mind that it could be my period because mm. it, it seemed like this mythical thing. I yeah, I didn't. I knew immediately though it was my period. But so I started at school, same as you. I was 11, I think 10 or 11. And I came home and I think I felt kind of weird, but probably, yeah, felt like I wet myself. And then I came home and I went to the toilet and I saw blood in my knickers and I thought, oh. It's now. And I went, mum, I've started my period. Oh my God, what did she say? Go write in your diary. No, she didn't. She's not. I wish she did. I did find something in my diary though. 
because I looked back so I I've always been quite a a big diary keeper even to this day and I found in my diary because when we were asking what everyone's names for their vaginas were I used to call mine a Lulu and I found my diary from when I was like five and it said my Lulu bled dot and it's like what was that five five why did it bleed I don't know I must have bumped it or something (laughs) I remember I went to the doctors when I was really young too but I can't remember why maybe your Lulu bled isn't that funny and I wonder if our dads knew do you know what I mean like if oh I had to take Poppy to the doctor or whatever everyone's like who the fuck is Poppy my family call me Poppy it's a long story Do you know what I mean? Yeah, my dad did know because I had to, because my parents are split up. I when you were five? No, I wasn't five. Oh, what? You just said you were five. My, not when my period started. No, but when you said my Lulu bled. <laughs> when my Lulu bled? No, why would my dad know? I wrote in my diary. Unless he's reading my diaries. Because well, kind of of a thing of like oh like okay well, our daughter's like something's happened like well I will take her to the GP. No, it was just a little thing. I reckon it's I wrote all sort of shit in there. I used to write like You're just making things up. <laughs> left right and center i wrote like my friends yeah, saw yeah. but like weird things i remember one of them one of them was i saw a nest dot nice that's so cute so there was all sorts of shit in there so my lulu bled was one of them but that wasn't my period lulu's quite cute your little lulu kind of dolly parton lulu what's that to do with her lulu you know the singer lulu it's dolly parton no but she reminds oh, me of dolly see, parton see, like kylie minogue reminds me of madonna <laughs> you're kidding same i always get them confused i get con- so <laughs> yeah. confused i used to them. when i was younger i don't anymore well it's kind of like what two women over the age of 30 in the starlight can't exist must be the same person can't be two and nicole kidman i get confused in that little category as well nicole kidman fair enough she's kind of in that kylie minogue and madonna vibe for me nicole kidman natalie portman i'll raise you <laughs> Well, I'll raise <laughs> you and Natalie Portman and maybe kind of, who does she remind me of? Kind of Emma Watson, to be honest. Kind of Anne Hathaway. So true. So true. Similar vibe. Unlikable. <laughs> Classically trained. <laughs> Classically trained. I've got internalised misogyny. I don't like Anne Hathaway for no reason. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> This message that we got really threw me back to a conversation I remember having with someone in particular. So this person said that they had a misconception about vaginas and sex, etc. That their first time would be excruciatingly painful and they were so scared to have sex. And I know so many people that were really scared of like the pain. The pain. Quote, the pain. The pain. It was honestly Liam Payne and people could not stop talking about it. Paino. Big Paino. Pain. Pain. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Shame. 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 But they could not stop talking about the pain. Like it was definitely this, your first time might hurt, your first time you will bleed. And I think you hear the word blood and you think, oh fuck, I don't want this. It's going to be- That's embarrassing. It's going to be painful and embarrassing. Yeah. Also, it ends up being a problem because then when people actually have conditions or actually have instances with pain you can't find any info on it and this is my issue with like typing in something about breast cancer and i either get porn or a fucking scientific drawing it's like no i need to see some tits quick i need to see them pronto i need to see real life female anatomy without it being through a cartoon and without it being through a sexualized gaze give me some like real life science give me some anatomy of my own body is that too much to ask for yeah that isn't like pushed up to the chin and aren't also like in a sort of sexy red bra with the hands over the little nips yes i'm actually googling like a fucking scientific condition and i'm being met with porn or a stick figure Mm. and i don't want a a line drawing of a tit yeah i want to see a boob 
Why do we know everything about erectile dysfunction and nothing about boobs and vaginas? Suspicious. Ay, ay, ay. Pain. Let's talk about pain. Okay. It can hurt. It cannot <laughs> hurt. It just depends on your body. It's just life. And this information should be read- readily available to us, but it's not. And it means that so many women go without a proper diagnosis. Women aren't taken seriously in medicine anyway. And also they go without the opportunity to have good sexual encounters or a good sexual relationship even with themselves. Because it's like this information about your own self is being withheld from you. I don't think so. Best believe I will go and find it for myself. You're so right. That's how it feels. It feels as if a certain amount of information was purposely withheld. And I don't think it's that the teachers kind of withheld things because I think it was withheld from them. No, it's that the information isn't there. It's that there is no medical research on any of this shit that's real. I mean, look at the state of the pill. Look at the state of the contraception in general. Yeah, this is my favourite thing to shock people with at parties. Oh yeah, why don't you go in on about it? Just the fact that my nan, born in the 1940s, Forties and me, born in 1996, great year, could be on the same contraceptive pill that came out in the 60s and had has had little to no regulation or reconstruction since. I don't think so. I don't fucking think so. You clearly don't care whether I live or die. Think about the developments that we've made with fucking x-rays, iPhones. If I sat with my iPhone 4 that came out in like 2013, I would feel like I was using massively outdated technology. Yeah. And that's an iPhone 4 from 2013. Let alone the 70s. Let alone taking a contraceptive pill that was approved in the 1960s in the UK. Medicine for your body. And it goes inside you. And I, to be honest, like, God knows what happens. I think I'm still reeling the impacts going on the pill from a young age. And I haven't been on it for a few years now. The thing is, it's so unsurprising. I was actually reading a bit about the pill last night. It was developed and obviously it's hugely liberating. It was seen as hugely liberating for women to be able to medicate themselves out of getting pregnant. They were in control of their bodies for once, but... It's also a burden placed on you. They were referring to it as a paradox in that that happened, but also women were very much the guinea pigs of it and still continue to be the guinea pigs. It is largely dangerous. Look at the side effects. They don't want to bring out a male pill. They trialed a male pill. Because there's too many side effects. And they said it causes hormonal side effects. Let me get out my tiny violin. They said mood swings. Cry me a fucking river. They said mood swings. Those fuckers. They don't give a shit. And it's not that I want birth control for men to have side effects. No. It's that at the advanced stage that we are at now, there is no reason Mm. as to why there should be so many side effects. And it can only be a weapon to be used against you and your own sexuality. The shame of it is, it's not that information is being withheld from us is that the information doesn't exist because we've never sourced the beginnings of the education we stopped with fucking um hippocrates and fucking saying that women are actually just men that their penises didn't come out (laughs) and that they've got too much fucking bile and wetness in them and we're going for the four humors or whatever yeah it's bollocks yeah and now and now we haven't yeah this is um it's not that we're saying let's downgrade male medicine let's upgrade female medicine but it never will happen because they Mm -hmm. don't give a shit they won't care whether your body whether you're making yourself infertile whether you are causing yourself to your weight to fluctuate massively whether your skin is going to break out whether you're going to fuck up all the relationships in your life because you literally are having the wildest mood swings of all time you get depression you get anxiety you die from blood clots 
And also just in the way that you're not taken seriously when you sit in the doctors anyway. I mean, even in the UK with the NHS, I think there is a stat that says it's something like eight years on average for a woman's endometriosis diagnosis to be given to her and oh taken seriously. Eight God. years. In that time, Fuck anything this. could happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of that. This, this is one of the things that's just like, I don't see how you mm. cannot get angry about this because you, your body is not being taken seriously. Your body is seen as some kind kind of thing just to throw away shove in a corner keep it quiet yeah your life is a symptom it's like your existence as a, as a woman is a symptom so just get over it it's just a symptom just bear the brunt lie back and think of england meanwhile let's develop the erectile dysfunction medicine like some more this needs yeah. some serious thought let's get our best brains behind it fuck off why are we on shit pills let's set up literal websites where we can have archives of women at the touch of our fingertips to go and meet up with and fucking sexually assault and then never see the light of day again. Ay, ay, ay. I'm getting a bit fumed, I'm not going to lie. Deep the lid fumed. a bit angry. Then you're going to be dating someone. It comes around to the time where you might want to have sex with them and they say, oh, I don't really like condoms. How dare you? How dare you? You want me to medicate myself? Oof. You want me to medicate myself for mediocre sex with you? For your five minutes? I don't think so. It's not happening. I don't think so. Not today. <laughs> you little cunt. No. You little clit. Literally, you little clit. I saw. So we asked on the story... What do you call what what terminology are you using for vagina? We've got Mary, Pussy, Ninny. Um, and someone said cunt. And I thought, that's that's powerful if I've ever heard it. Cunt is great. I love that someone said penis. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm gonna start calling it my dick. It's my fucking dick. Oh my uterus, my baby box. That's so cute. Baby box. I quite like my tuppence. <laughs> it's like three pence, six pence. My tuppence. I hate vag, can I just say? Vag. Vag. I hate it. You hate that. Or was that a response? It's a response to the response to saying vag. Vag. It doesn't sound great. I don't like it. Um, I'm not keen on vag. I don't think I would find that particularly hot. Vag. Mm, vag. But then again, none of the terms are great. But what's hot to talk about a penis? They're not hot. This is the problem. This is the whole problem. That, But I think I've heard people I've heard. I think dick is the best option. But I think I think cock is better than dick cock sounds a bit like get that out of my face it's kind of a bit of a weapon <laughs> it's a bit like oh god of mass destruction cock a doodle do get away from me dick to me feels like a bit of a prick it feels like a little bit of a teensy tiny little needle of life dick sounds quite small prick is bad that's prick tiny that's a needle prick prick is a baby i would die of laughter if someone said prick prick like seriously but can you say any of them seriously well that's kind of the problem isn't it not really. I would say penis. I would always say penis. If you were having sex, you would say, put your penis inside me. No, I'd say dick. But I wouldn't say, get your dick inside me either. <laughs> I kind of wouldn't say. Wouldn't say a word. I'd dart around the subject <laughs> like nobody's business. It's quiet as a mouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some funny ones. But ultimately, if it comes from a place of trying to cover something up, coming up with a password, it's like, this isn't a secret. Coochie. I don't like coochie. Yeah, coochie, coochie, coo. Coochie's a bit like, why are we living in paedophile culture? Coochie, coo, goo, goo, gaga. What did you call it when you were a kid? Lulu. A Lulu. Someone said nunny. I'm glad they did. I 
I said nunny when I was little. I don't like nunny at all. I wouldn't, I don't like it now, no. I wouldn't, if I ever have kids, they will not be calling vaginas nunnies or any of this madness, really. What would they be calling it? I think vaginas, vulvas, penis, and like swear words. It's your cunt. <laughs> oh, did you ever say like your privates? That was a thing in school. Your privates. Oh my God, my private parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your private parts. My little private parts. Privates. Yeah, privates. That was so embarrassing. He touched my privates. Private. That was quite a thing. Privates. Or like, he got his privates out. <laughs> <laughs> you write about that in your diary. Imagine you say that now. Your private. Imagine you say now. Can you put your privates in me? <laughs> put your privates in my privates. He <laughs> <laughs> touched my privates. That was so bad. Oh my god, his privates were so big. I saw his privates. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think we should get that. Get back to that a little bit. It's like yeah, they are private sometimes. Like I need some of this to be private so that I understand my privates before they become publics. Don't make your privates your publics too early. Do you know what I mean? I think we've jumped ship a little bit. You don't even understand your privates before everyone else is making assumptions on your privates. They're now in the public domain, but they were very much private. Privatized. Moo moo. I hate. I hate them all. Foo foo. <laughs> Sorry. All of these I hate. Fairy. I'm not keen on fairy. I hate all. them. What were you thinking? Fanny. That's quite a one. Vagine. A lot of them said vagine. Vagine. I'm not keen. That sounds like a sort of vegetarian tagine. I quite like vagine if you're making a joke. Punched lasagna, someone said. Ooh, that sounds good. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I quite like that. Punched lasagna and they also said, hang on, let me find them. Used to call it a front bum. That's quite fun. Front bum, I'm not keen on. Shitty McGee. Shitty McGee. They're all ridiculous, aren't they? I, I do like tuppence. It feels a bit like you're a bit of a lady. It's like you forget yourself. It is you forget yourself. You dare approach my tuppence. It does kind of sound like you're on the market. Tuppence is like kind of, it's a bit of a back alley, like a couple of shillings for your troubles. Like, kind of <laughs> under a little hood. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Oh, thank you, sir. Yes. Get that tuppence out quickly. <laughs> like you are a chimney sweep, but I am keen. It's kind of maiden. Mother crone. Crone, yeah. It's a kind of brood mare. I'm hearing the Bridgerton soundtrack as we speak. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. No, neither. That's a good reference then, considering you haven't watched it. No, it's because I was listening to the thank you next on the violins. Quite stunning. I'd need to watch it. This is a great response. Someone said, I called it a vagina. My mum didn't believe in giving them cutesy names as she thought it tried to make them more palatable when in reality, they're just a part of the human body. Preach, 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 preach. Your mother was before her time. She's been listening to Goes Without Saying, it sounds like. <laughs> was it you? <laughs> She had a podcast, it sounds like. That's your daughter from the future. But it's so true, right? She's she's right. That resounds heavy. That resounds. Are we all resounding? Put your hand up if you're resounding right now. I'm resounding in that. I like that. I'm gonna take a take a leaf out of your mum's book. Yeah. Is that right? That doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that doesn't really hit. Something about that is making me feel not good. We've just been reading some of your responses to the myths that you heard about sex and vaginas and we are 
shook. Some of them are insane. Oh my God. I think we might have to just go through as many as we can, true or false them. I can feel the fear in these responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The the remnants of all of that shame. Somebody said that you only discharge if you finger yourself, was terrified people would find out. It's like, yeah, I can feel your fear. I watched a TikTok about that the other day that someone was filming their 30-year-old husband and he didn't know. He thought discharge was calm. He was like, oh my God, so you're like coming every day like in your knickers. Like there's like calm all the time. And she was like, that's fucking discharge. He was 30. They're married. Her husband. They've been having sex, I assume, for a good number of years. Mine and my dog's jaw dropped. just dropped. <laughs> oh no. This person said the hymen's- Oh, don't get me started on the fucking hymen. I don't want to talk about the hymen. The hymen's a myth. Fuck the hymen. Research the hymen. Get a female doctor's opinion on a hymen. Oh, what, what did they say? Oh, we're actually not hearing. You took me seriously when I said I don't want to speak about the hymen. <laughs> oh, oh, right. I really thought you don't want to speak about the hymen. I thought, to be on it, TBH, me neither. Well, yeah. They said hymens do not break. Sex shouldn't be painful. Lube, lube, lube. Lube, lube, lube. I agree. But also the idea of a hymen that kind of, it could break on a horse. It could break. It could pop. Come on. Fuck off. There's no pop. Why do my women on horses? This is clearly outdated. You've been taught a million lies. A million and one lies. A million little lies. This idea that there's someone said you can get things lost up there. Oh. I definitely remember there being an idea of like, what can you fit in your vagina? Oh, wow. Like a little wallet, I've heard. Like you can put things in there. Like, oh, we've got some extra storage. That's not how it works. No, you'd probably give yourself a bit of an infection, it feels like. You'd get toxic shock syndrome, don't you? Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's not a storage system. It's not extra pockets. And Oh my God, Ozzy just really growled. It's not not extra storage in Animal Crossing. It is not the yellow box company or whatever it's called. Bigger pocket space upgrade. So many people saying flaps too big, big lips are disgusting, big lips mean she's a whore. Lol. <laughs> Honestly, lol. You need, if this is something, if you still have kind of shame around your labia, you need to follow <gasps> the queen. Yes, you do. She's from Brighton. I've completely forgotten her name. Lydia. I think her name is Lydia Reeves. Lydia Reeves Artist, artist on Instagram. If you have a vulva, if you have labia, if you don't have vagina, you don't have labia, follow, follow, follow. It's all we can say. So stunning. Yeah, really cool. And to be honest, get your labia molded by her. Yeah, so maybe, did we explain what she does? No. <laughs> She's an artist. Just follow her. You're in for a shock when you get to that page. <laughs> um, she takes casts of people's vulvas and they look so stunning. They're really cool. They're amazing. It's like kind of a bust that you would find in the Oval Office, but it's your own vulva. Yeah. How stunning. What concept? This one's really important, I think. A girl being loose as a way of shaming her for having too much sex. You don't become loose from having sex. Or the idea that the more people you have sex with... Isn't it convenient that if you are in one long-term relationship and you're having regular sex with them, your vagina is fine and we don't have to worry about it. But if you're having the same amount of sex with different people... Baggy. Or you're not in a relationship where you've been quote-unquote chosen by a man... And affirmed by a man's single penis... You are a big baggy vagina whore yeah and you've got a big baggy penis a big baggy vagina (laughs) fuck off big baggy penis sounds awful (gasps) oh no i will never forget i was 17 having sex and my male partner said that i had white stuff in my vagina and as if i should be worried and he was shocked i told him that's vaginal discharge which is completely normal and he was still kind of confused i still feel shame about it years later because of his freaked out reaction i knew all about how dicks worked but he didn't even know what discharge was totally unfair don't feel shame don't feel shame about 
it years later because you know that it actually isn't even about the two of you as individuals it's just about the um, messages that we're taught from an early age that we've discussed I think that was quite a great opportunity for a prank that was missed <laughs> you could have done something that's like it's like what is this white stuff you could have done a whole like oh it means I'm pregnant oh I spilt my moisturiser earlier shit yeah <laughs> that's my Elizabeth Harden 8 hour cream fuck like, it means I'm dying <laughs> or, like that's what happens when a girl is in love <laughs> I've been marked. The devil will visit us tonight and take <laughs> yeah. our firstborn son. <laughs> Should we talk about the idea that... The orgasm gap. Yeah, the orgasm gap. We know it, we know it. And oh boy, do we know it. <laughs> so she said, do women rarely orgasm because of the lack of concentration or is the sex really just bad? I think it's a combination of the two. Yeah, it's both. <laughs> sex most likely is bad but also women do not orgasm less than men biologically it's just societally sex is made to benefit men if anything women can orgasm more than men literally but it's meant to seem like oh well if a woman is in the right mood it's all about whether she's concentrating whether you've kind of lit some candles it's not about that sorry that we have fucking a broader scape of emotions than a fucking teaspoon ronald some may say (laughs) the emotional rage of a teaspoon but sorry that women actually have to have some sort of sense over themselves to mm. do you know what I mean sorry that women have a stronger relationship and a connection between their mind body and soul to feel some kind of power than a silly old man wanking about dipping his cock in god knows what but I think it's probably the same for men but they just don't feel alienated from their bodies in the same way and so they always feel that they are comfortable and they have power whereas women need to have this weird setup of a room to be able to feel that within themselves well and also that you've been brought up to feel like you're um you're getting something put in you it's a big yeah. transaction it's like you're giving away a part of yourself if you're a woman whereas if you're a man it's just like you could have sex with anybody and it's fine you don't have to justify it's almost like i feel like women are raised to have to feel like they have to justify why they're having sex with someone how many dates has he taken you on yeah has he earned his place within your body you're raised to be constantly thinking about the justification yeah of is this okay have you been chosen appropriately are you just giving up because you're a whore and you just want to have sex or is it like actually worthwhile like have you made the conscious decision to have sex with somebody like do you know what that means have you thought critically about this it's like please point me to men who are thinking critically about where they put their penis point the biggest skeptic out make him a believer i'm feeling quite bummed to my core i'm feeling honestly great are you <laughs> i'm feeling great about it is in all of this exists people were saying that the hymen and that their boyfriend didn't know what discharge was <laughs> Yeah, because look where they are. Like, I think it's fine. (laughs) I think it's fine. I think we can get through this. I think I see the other side of this. Also, just like take responsibility for your own life and your own behaviours and your own understanding of yourself because what else can you do? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say to you that you need to now only refer to your vulva as your vulva and you're not allowed with your friends to say that it's a smashed lasagna or something. Like, that's funny. Like, it, and it's also like, yes, it is deep, but it can't be that deep in your life. Like, you can't feel all of this all the time. Otherwise, yeah, you'll never have sex again you won't live you won't see another day it's like yeah not all the sex you have is going to be great and perfect and it's not always going to be with the perfect person because they don't exist you are your own perfect person Uh, just see what happens guys just chill it's fine it's fine it's fine fine. don't worry it's okay it's it's okay it's just about kind of making sure that you within yourself are happy with the decision so i think it is about thinking quite critically specifically about contraception because that's something that is long-term affecting your body there are many perks of the pill we know don't dm us i'm on the pill and i love it great yeah great think critically about it does your boyfriend refuse to use condoms why does he refuse to use condoms and then think critically about the sex you're having who benefits more why do you think they benefit more why do they put their hand around your throat where have they learned that why do they want to blur the lines between sex and death like what is happening
happening here. Yeah, I completely agree. I love it. So how are we doing the work this week? We are doing the work by... Well, we were saying something about kind of looking at your vagina and really understanding it, but I was almost thinking... I've got a better one. Slip clit into a conversation and see what happens. <gasps> love. Like, just use the word clit. Be like, blah, 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 clit. Like, try and work clit into a conversation. Oh, fucking clit. And see how offended your opponent gets. See what happens. Say... I'm going to shout it at someone. I got catcalled yesterday and I wish I, and I shouted fuck off down the street, but I think I wish I'd shouted fuck off you clit. That's really funny. You clit. You clit. Clit is almost, but a clit is almost a compliment. I almost quite like clitty as a bit of a compliment. Like I'm not pretty, I'm clitty. (laughs) Quite a cute little baby name. Hey little clitty. She's clitty. Clitty's quite hot. It's like, God, you look so clitty. Like you're looking clitty today. But clitty have we just are we on something or are we we're, no no nuts. we're on to something clitty 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 gang let it sit with you for a bit clitty let, let it let it stir i'm liking clitty, clitty. the clittiest i had the clittiest time last night <laughs> let's get clitty <laughs> clitty even like a little like what about you buy a pet kitten and you call it clitten <laughs> <laughs> Clitten. Clitten. Quite cute. What about you buy a pair of mittens and you call them... Mittens and you call them clittens. <laughs> oh, what if you get a clitten in mittens and it's a clitten in clittens? Oh, cute. What else rhymes with kittens? Kittens, mittens. That's it. We've exalted the dictionary. <laughs> Weird when an episode about vaginas ends with, what rhymes with kittens and mittens? It's like, oh, okay, it's gone really weird. It's gone really wrong. <laughs> it did go as badly as we thought it would. Great. <laughs> it really did. Okay, well, I hope you enjoy saying clit and buying clittens and mittens and calling yourself the clittiest girl of all in clit town. Yeah, clitsville. Enjoy. I'm actually really going to start. Yeah, honestly, we are living in clitsville. Like, kind of do we renamed this podcast Clitsville. Shit, we can't rebrand again. I start tagging our pictures location Clitsville. I wonder if that exists. Should I check? Clitsville. Yeah. We're all moving. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you'll never guess where we're taking you. School trip to Clitsville. Clitsville. Everyone get on the Clitmobile. Clit. It's not going to come up. Oh, okay. There is things. Clitter house. That's beautiful. Clitter, Clitter house park. Glitter. Clitter yeah. like glitter. That's fun. Clitlick stow docks. If you live near any of these things, please let us know. This is really beautiful. Beautiful stuff, guys. Okay, well, I'll see you there. See you in clit- the clit house. The clitter house. Clitter house. Like clitterous. Oh, clitter house. Clitter house. Clitter. Bit of a weak pun. Kind of. If that's what they're doing. But I like clit. Clitty. Clitten. Mitten. Clitster. <laughs> I could call you my clitster. I'm your clitster. <laughs> yeah, because you're my friend. It's just all my friends. My clitster. <laughs> you're my clitster. Oh, like sister. I'm seeing what you're doing here. Okay, yeah. Clitster like sister. I thought it was kind of like your mister, like my little clitster. Yeah, clitster your mister. Like my little puppy's my clitster. Is that a bit much? I'm just still on Clitten. <laughs> the kitten. My, my pet kitten called Clitten. Clitten. Yeah, it's cute. I'm I'm honestly re- <laughs> really I'm like... racking my brain. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. It's, I feel like that's a really obvious one that we're missing that people are really shouting. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was just going to say. I feel like we're... Yeah. <laughs> let's okay. think, let's think. What is the obvious one? It's not like clitazoid or like... Clitoroonied. Clitzoid is fun. I'm surprised I don't say clitoroonied already, to be honest. Clitz McGee. We always add McGee. Clitz McGee. That's good. Clitz McGee. Yeah. Oh, he's such Clitz McGee. <laughs> I can picture who is a Clitz McGee as well. Who? Just kind of... I can picture the kind of guy that's a Clitz McGee. He's not cool. I was thinking quite, quite cool guy. 
Like, if I said to you, Harry Styles is a Clips McGee, <laughs> suddenly it's like, ooh, Clips McGee. Yeah, but Harry Styles <laughs> isn't at anything. He's a Clips McGee. I think there's an obvious one, but maybe message... I think, it's, I think the moment's over. <laughs> maybe message us in your clip words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I am still thinking. I'm not done. Yeah, there is one. I don't feel finished. But I think we have to jump ship. We have to let them go. Okay, okay. If we think of it, we'll put it on the story. <laughs> Clits. Right, let's go through. Clits. Past tense, clitted. Present tense, to clit. Clit. Future tense. Clitting. 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 (gasps) Yeah, like you're flitting, like you're clitting. You're clitting around. I'm just clitting around. I've just been clitting from here to here. That's a better slut phase. I'm clitting around. I've been clitting. Clitting around here to here. I think clitting around is a little bit better because it also keeps you on your mission. Yeah. It's not just that I'm fucking around mindlessly. It's that I'm clitting around. It's that the vagina has no part in this. It's it's me and my clit. It may have a part. This is the, the main character in this is the clit. So you're clitting around. Clitting around. I like that. That's empowerment. I think that's the answer to empowerment. <laughs> We've solved it. Completed it, mate. Okay. Too bad that we came out with the empowerment program because that would have been the final thing. It would have just been a page that said click, 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 click. Just start clitting. Just start saying the word clit. I think we have really undone some patriarchal damage here because we have been saying this word. Probably the most times this word has appeared in a podcast ever. Ever? Ever. Surely that's some sort of record. World record. Get us in the Guinness World Book of Records, guys. <laughs> Most times clips been said in a podcast. I think we need to stop. Same. I think this is a bad ending. I think we need to go. I told you that a few minutes ago and you started coming out with clitting. Okay, sorry. I was still thinking. Okay, well, I think cl- I think we've really clitted the clit out of this. We've clitted the hell yeah. out of this. We've clitted around. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>